0: Coming up on podcast 1713, Tesla cuts prices by $13,000, £8,000 here across Europe as well. Stick around, i got the details. Also on the show today, uh, McLaren's improvements in EV technology, Audi's heat pump palava, and the Nissan Ariya going pole to pole. Those stories and a lot more coming up on the podcast today. Good morning, good afternoon, or good evening, wherever you're listening around the world. It's EV News Daily. Uh, for Friday, 13th of January, my name is Martin Lee, and I go through every EV story, so you don't have to. We'll start with that headline story of Tesla massively cutting his prices across its new models in the US, in Europe as well, uh, following Asia price cuts recently. The biggest one was the Model Y today in the US. That's a $13,000 price cut. That's 20% cheaper than it was yesterday. Great news for people who want to buy a brand new EV, maybe been delaying their purchases or wondering what to get. Or wishing they could have a Tesla, but it was just so far out of the reach of something like, if you're cross shopping with an ID4, the made in the USA ID4, no, it's no comparison on price. Well, it is now, and I'll tell you why. Over the course of the last year, says electric website, Tesla has been continually raising prices on all of its vehicles as demand for EVs was ramped up, far more demand than supply. Tesla's sales and production have been growing rapidly as well with new facilities in Germany and in Texas. Now others have been raising their prices as well. I'm going to give you what happened today though in terms of the changes. It's a bit of a bit of a number dump, so I'll try and pick out the big ones, uh, but we'll start with the Model 3 because that's the that's the vehicle that started it all and you know quite famously there was going to be a $35,000 Model 3. Some people will say, well, there was if you walked into a store and you could do the deal. Anyway, uh, but Model 3, it was creeping up in price. It was $47,000. Now that's $44,000. So a 6% $3,000 price cut on the Model 3. But what about the Model 3 performance? That was $63,000. Now $54,000, a $9,000 price cut. We'll get onto the big ones though now uh, with the Model Y. Uh, Model Y was $66, now it's $53,000. Model Y Performance was seventy dollars now it's fifty-seven. dollars Both $13,000 price cuts. In terms of that's the biggest percentage 20% price price cut in terms of the actual dollar amount the biggest price cut is the Model S Plaid that goes from $136,000 to $115,000 a $21,000 price cut in the US. So that's the biggest dollar amount. uh, The biggest percentage amount was the 20% off the uh, Model Y, 19% off the Model Y performance, although both $13,000 off of that. But let me tell you how it gets better, because the Model Y now qualifies for the EV tax credit. We know that until March, they've kicked this down the road because they haven't worked out all the, the battery stuff. It was far too complicated in the first place, and they've just gone, you know what, it's fine until March, until we work out, and this is not Tesla, this is the US, government so for now it's purely based on i think your income and the price of the vehicle as long as it's made in north america which of course model y is and so model y now qualifies for the full seven thousand five hundred dollar federal ev tax credit from the inflation reduction act before it was left out because it was considered a car now suvs had a higher threshold limit but According to the rules, I know Tesla fans lost their mind about this, but they were just applying some very long-standing rules. Uh, That's why the Model Y five-seater was called a car, not an SUV. Therefore, it was too expensive. Now, it's down to its new price of 53K. Uh, Then you can take another $7,500 off of that. So then you're talking about, if you you are getting the full tax credit, then you're talking about a $45,000 Model Y, that is not a bargain, don't get me wrong, but you do start cross-shopping against very, very interesting vehicles like the ID4, like Ionic 5, uh, like Kia EV6, a little bit cheaper, things like the Kona and the Nero, and, and it blows the Mustang Mach-E at the minute, unless they adjust their prices a little bit higher, and so... That seems like the bargain to go for. again, it's not a bargain. That seems like the one that you can go for if the tax credit applies to you. Uh, the five seat, Model Y, take 53, you know, take down to 45 and a half, and you are off to the races with that, my friend. That is a fantastic deal on that vehicle. But what about uh, some of the reaction? Well, the price cut comes as Tesla experiences a declining market share, and analysts say they're facing a demand problem. The stock has been down 65% over the last year. Investors like Kathy Wood, who is a big Tesla fan, say that price cuts are welcome. And amid the growing competition out there, higher volumes will reduce the lost price profit they're going to make, so they'll make that up by selling more cars. Growing competition does initiate a bit of a price war, especially in China. And Elon Musk has pointed out he hasn't missed a single meeting at Tesla or via Twitter, I think he pointed that out because he was under criticism of not focusing on Tesla. So perhaps this puts the spotlight back on Tesla a little bit. He says, hey, I'm here, I'm present, I'm not missing meetings. Here in the UK, by the way, um, so for my UK listeners, I've got a sizable UK listenership, uh, the prices went down £8,000. Now, I did mention that before Christmas, there was some pretty stellar business contract pricing on the Model Y, which was less than, I think, maybe £400 a month. That's, of course, the old top-line pricing. But they were doing deals there if you took a car to be delivered before now. Um, and so that was a good monthly price. If you're a business, your business contract higher, the, the rates were excellent. However... You know, again, if you bought one at the end of last year, you feeling you're regretting that. Are you just making peace with the decision that you made at the time? The biggest reduction here was the Model Y Performance, now priced at £60,000, not £68,000. Model Y Long Range is now £53,000, and we have the Model Y Rear Wheel Drive. Again, Model Y Rear Wheel Drive, it's all the car that you need. Unless you need the range of the long range, I think Model Y Rear Wheel Drive, I think that's the... That's the place to be because it's now £45,000. Of course, no incentives um, for us to apply here. Uh, Model 3 also went down as well. Model 3 in long range to £51,000. And the Model 3 rear-wheel drive has been reduced to £43,000. That's a £5,500 discount. What will this do to used car pricing? We wait to see. Tesla did issue a statement on this. I got one in my inbox, so thank you very much. There are still people at Tesla who do communicate with you know, media and those organizations. And so, although I know quite famously there's no one to ask questions to at Tesla because, you know, the, Elon Musk likes to, to go through him, there are people that can communicate these changes to the media and to the press. And so thank you very much for that statement from Tesla, which reads, Our focus on continuous product improvement through original engineering and manufacturing processes have further optimized our ability to make the best product for an industry leading cost as we exit what has been a turbulent year of supply chain disruptions uh, we've observed the normalization of the cost inflation giving us the confidence to pass these on to our customers okay well that's what tesla say also that that may be some truth in that and clearly they want to stimulate some demand with these prices so let's not be silly about it. Yeah, testers say they've found some inefficiencies. They think inflation's not going to be as high as it will be as, as predicted. But still, this is about shifting more cars. Let's not pretend otherwise. Uh, there's a couple of tweets that I came across. Uh, this one from Disrupting Tech account, which says, Elon Musk, this makes me a bit angry. I took delivery of my long-range seven-seat Model Y two weeks ago, and now it's $13,000 cheaper. I'm not expecting anything, but I understand why people are getting peed off at this sort of thing. Uh, the user on Twitter, Hoddle Yodel, says, I agree, just picked up my Model Y, and now it's $4,000 less than uh, with a potential tax credit as well. I think recent customers should be offered an additional incentive to make it right. White would be my response to that what Elon Musk doesn't care about making it right. They've done nothing wrong. Um, unless you literally just did walk out of the door with a car and you lost 13 grand on it overnight. Tesla has already been has always been very lucky to have such a a strong fan base. I always joke that you know you meet Tesla fans and they go, oh, the car is terrible. It's falling apart. It's been back to service four times. I love it. It's the best car I've ever had. And it's like, you know, people go, oh, this terrible car. It's brilliant. I love it. And so again, I don't know how much kickback they'll have on this, um, but I wouldn't be surprised if there is more of this flying around online of people being a bit annoyed and saying, "Let it happened in China last week, didn't it? People saying, how are you going to make it right? Well, then, I don't need. you do need to make it right. Elon's losing no sleep over this. But if it were me, yeah, I think I'd be a little bit peed off as well. But I think, you know, when you, you you make a big purchase, the minute you buy a phone, it's obsolete. You buy a computer, it's obsolete. You buy a, a car this big, and I think you make your peace with the price you pay. And if it halves overnight, uh, yeah, make peace with it. So I think that's all you can do. Um, there are still people asking for some sort of, you know, upgrade or software unlock to make their cars better or free... Uh, FSD for a year or something like that, or a free subscription. I don't think any of those things are going to happen. Great news if you are a potential buyer. Um, And again, I think base model... Model 3, I still love Model 3. Um, Model Y, I know the looks divide some people's opinion, but if you need the space and you need the hatchback, then the Model Y base model, which for us is rear-wheel drive, five-seat at 45 grand. I'm going to keep a really close eye on... Used car prices as well. We'll see how quickly those filter through. I mean, it won't be £8,000 off a used car price immediately overnight. Um, and also, with, it's not the way depreciation works in the used car market, so it won't mirror it. But I think it's going to certainly make a few people uh, look up a little bit because they've been buying... A lot of people have been buying Teslas and driving them for a year and selling them for a profit. And that's just not a normal new... It, these aren't classic cars. These aren't Ferraris. And so it's not right. And um, good luck to anyone that did that. But I think there's been a few people been. Surprised at how deep those cuts were. Right, coming up on the podcast soon, a heat pump Palava, and Jaguar's owner get into cells. Stick around, those are on the way. McLaren, very famous name in F1 racing, but also these days uh, also in IndyCar racing and Extreme E, formulary e, road cars as well. And the automotive team, as I just mentioned, at McLaren, that division's called McLaren Applied, have been working on electrification. And they say that the first... Wave of EV pioneers were interested in the technology. The current wave, they call it the second wave, uh, is denoted by the breakthrough of EVs into the mainstream. They define a third wave as efficiency. And so they say the next wave of EVs arriving is going to be about efficiency. So not necessarily about the biggest battery that you can carry around, but what's the smallest battery you can carry for the range that you really need? How quickly can we make those batteries charge? Presuming infrastructure's out there and working, by the way. So McLaren are working on silicon carbide semiconductors on their 800-volt systems. And they say there's also a fourth stage in the future, which will then move the focus from efficiency onto drivability and character and again for a name like mclaren they're selling in the same pool as ferraris and lambos and those kind of cars character is something that will disappear with combustion because the sound is so much part of why those people buy those cars and so that's what they would be the fourth wave of electrification Now, uh, Factorial is a name in battery manufacturing. They've been unveiling their 100 amp hour solid state batteries. Uh, They're based in Massachusetts, and it was previewed at the recent CES show. But interestingly, it was inside the Stellantis area, Uh, developed as part of the joint development between those two companies since November 2021. Uh, The successful creation of automotive-sized cells, uh, which were 40 amp-hour. They've introduced bigger ones now, which are 100 amp-hour. And they say uh, it delivers high-performance, safe batteries, purely for EVs. Uh, They leverage current lithium-ion battery manufacturing facilities. I haven't got to build new gigafactories, but you can make these solid-state batteries or semi-solid-state batteries in the existing production lines of what we have built already. That's And that's crucial, by the way. That doesn't get talked about enough, because... All these gigafactories that we're building make a certain type of battery. And so if we move on in technology, we can't just knock those buildings down again. Uh, And so it saves production costs, saves time as well. And these batteries are more energy dense. Audi is next in the news. They are not shipping heat pumps in their Q4 e-tron, at least in Canada. Uh, They say... From the beginning of February 2023, they get the resistive heating uh, to compensate owners. Audi are giving you $1,000 credit. Potential owners will have questions about what it does for them, particularly around range and using a heat pump versus a resistive heater in, well, this is Canada. So I've heard a rumor. It gets pretty cold there. Audi will, uh, they say in an email that's, kind of trying to cut these questions off ahead of time uh, saying that the official range won't actually change uh, by the removal of the heat pump which makes you wonder well why is there a heat pump inside heat pumps are not magical technology i mean the cheapest ev i owned was a seven pound Renault zoe back in the day ac charging only that had a heat pump a form of a heat pump so not reserved for the most expensive of cars, Uh, but there are benefits to heat pumps. Um, But those benefits get reduced as temperatures get very, very low, by the way. Right, Uh, four more stories. And Jaguar Land Rover's owner, Tata, uh, will shift to organising battery cell manufacturing themselves. In Europe, we are well covered on the production plans for batteries, but we require capacity for cells. In Europe, they say uh, they will work on two chemistries, lithium-ion phosphate, and the uh, kind of regular NMC, uh, nickel, manganese, cobalt, batteries. The UK's automotive sector really struggling. That was one of the ones really hard hit from Brexit, which really relied on open and free trade amongst uh, across the whole continent. And so the automotive sector, very, very rich history here. And a big employer, by the way. And that is uh, definitely taking a bit of a battering and... So uh, with things like the failure of British Volt, the Gigafactory, and other issues as well, lack of manufacturing in in the UK. Nissan's Aria, of course, the Nissan Leaf is made here in the northeast in Sunderland. The battery factory there as well. The old Envision uh, place is still there, owned by the Chinese, of course, these days. Uh, Nissan is supplying the Nissan Aria, the E-Force, or the way they style it. I should be saying e 4 orse. We'll say E-Force, because I think that's what the marketing people would like me to see. Uh, and uh, they're supplying that to Chris. Now, Chris and his wife, Chris Ramsey, y- y- I've had him as a guest several times on this podcast. You know Chris. Um, he's been doing like the Mongol Rally and the Leaf, etc. So close links with Nissan. I am not surprised that uh, he chose Nissan uh, in the Aria uh, to do 27,000 kilometers pole to pole. And the last time we spoke to him on this podcast, uh, a little while ago now, he was planning to go South Pole to North Pole. I see in the press release today, uh, North Pole to South north pole so that must have changed i think probably because of the time of year he's doing it and you know if there's no ice you can't drive across that no matter how good uh, the e-force is in the north pole and uh, they're going to add some raised suspension flared wheel arches some knobblies on it uh, some off-road tires and some extra protection as well that's going to be an amazing bit of publicity for nissan have been a little bit out of the limelight um, i think the aria has been a little botched in terms of the launch car by the way, car fantastic but it's two years too late given what nissan know about um evs not so damned expensive as well for the nissan badge but they might be trying to move up market so give the car a chance uh, next in the news mercedes-benz has delivered 45 electric buses uh, to the public charging the public transit company vlp in the northeast of germany the pure battery electric buses uh, have 378 kilowatt hour batteries oh lovely and uh two plug sockets as well depending on where you if the front or back you need to charge them uh, 49 charging stations are being introduced as well and the e citaro range will exceed 300 kilometers in every day use many of them are coming they've got a couple in use already and they're coming back to the Depot with 15% left at the end of the day so that looks like pretty perfect sizing to me and finally Toyota uh, the head office have applied for four new trademarks for their electric vehicles not actually launching anything but we can tell from the trademark filings they possibly might do one day when we're all gray and old uh grayer and older and uh although only gray in my beard head no hair no gray hair uh but uh beard going very great it's the it's the stress of having a four-year-old that's what it is uh so uh, in addition uh, to the current bz series uh which uh, there's the bz4x and the bz3 uh, they have filed for bz1c bz2c bz3c bz4c Uh, the c could mean coupe and go up against things like uh, the bmw coupes uh, or it could mean crossover we don't know Uh, but either way they've been filed so uh, one day possibly When I'm shuffling around with my Zimmer frame, uh, Toyota will have more than just one EV on the market. And that's your podcast for today. Thank you for listening, and uh, thank you very much for all of your recent comments and, uh, and support on the podcast for various reasons. Thanks to our premium partners, Phil Roberts of Electric Future, Brad Crosby, Porsche of The Village. In Cincinnati, Audi of Cincinnati East, Volvo Cars of Cincinnati East, National Car Charging on the U.S. mainland and Aloha Charge in Hawaii, Derek Riley's EV Review Island YouTube channel, Richard at rsev.co.uk for buying and selling EVs in the U.K. Octopus Electric Universe Global Public Charging Made Simple with one map and one app, uh, Milbrook Cottage's five-star luxury cottages in Devon. I'll be in North Devon in a couple of weeks when we take a break from this podcast. Little family holiday, uh, not at Millbrook Cottages, although I will pop in and see them if they are around. But uh, I was staying at a farm with that little fella, that'll be nice, won't it? Uh, feeding the animals. And at uh, least, plan electric moments, providing all the tools and guidance EV drivers need. Have a good and see tomorrow. And remember, there is no such thing as a self charging hybrid.